And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. Jamie, can you think of a better time than right now to go to Walt Disney World? With so many unique and exciting things for you to discover at all four theme parks, this year more than ever is such a terrific time to visit. You can enjoy sun, fun, and savings when you stay in the middle of the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. New things are coming to Walt Disney World this year, and you need to get there now. New in 2019, get ready to explore the all-new Star Wars A Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. This is your chance to live out your Star Wars story and discover who you truly are in a galaxy far, far away. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel at show at awaywithmetravel.com for all of your travel needs, and we can get you in the middle of all of the magic that Walt Disney World has to offer. And remember, keep on traveling. Keep on traveling, guys. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those two incredible guys across from me right there are Mike and Justin, and we are dropping a special episode today because we are excited to talk about one thing, and that is this incredible Disney Plus that's coming out. Um, guys, I just, I'm just i so excited about it. I wanted to get out there and talk to you guys. I called these guys up and I says, hey, we need to, we need to get on and talk about this because that's what we do best is talk Disney with our Disney family. Before I do that, guys, Mike, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, watching the uh, hurricane kind of bearing towards Florida right now. Hopefully that anyone that's going to be in the path is going to, you know, seek shelter and, you know, kind of hunker down a little bit. I know, Justin, you're a little concerned about it possibly coming up towards you. It's been a, you know, a topic we've been talking about, you know, uh, sidebarring a little bit. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just kind of keeping an eye on it for my friends and family that are down south. And, of course, if anybody needs a place to stay, there's always New York. When you wish <laughs> upon a star. Why'd you bring Jiminy over? Do you need your conscience to be your guide I, tonight? I, I can't stand this. <laughs> I think he's the same guy from last year. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, no one can ever say that we don't record live because this is. <laughs> we, got, we got crickets, we got dogs over here. I can't, we got I can't even going find on. him. I don't even know um, where he is. I want to rehome him, you know, put him somewhere else, but I can't find him. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing real good. Uh, Mike and I just recorded our first episode of Universal Unleashed, so we're excited for everybody to check out that show. And it was a lot of fun, man, talking Universal and Halloween Horror Nights with everybody. Uh, and other than that, yeah, like I said, we're kind of keeping a close eye on this hurricane. Hurricane Dorian, for all of our friends down in Florida, please be safe. Um, make good decisions. Don't, you know. 
don't stick around if you if you if it's going to hit direct impact and you know as somebody who deals with hurricanes on a on a yearly basis they're nothing to mess around with but uh, hopefully you know what this thing turns super early and it misses us all that's that's the fingers crossed uh that'll happen but other than that um yeah we're uh, enjoying nice weather here it was 90 here today so it's still really hot and uh, i got to see you t- you two tonight so that's an unexpected pleasure on my end you know we got people that just boarded cruise ships they were on pins mm-hmm. and needles i don't know if you saw that you know i, I definitely they're definitely going to be in my thoughts because the last thing i want is for something to shift up in their direction veronica just boarded uh the she boards the disney fantasy tomorrow okay so all right and she's gonna go to where the bahamas yeah but they said they're actually they're not get, um no caribbean so she'll go okay. south and they'll miss it the fantasy has no um no change to their their plan as of right now the dream changed the cruise that uh, left to, I think it left today to a five mm-hmm. night instead of a four night, and then okay. they will take the ship out to sea to keep it away from the storm. And then when it comes back, the big bummer is the next pe- next people getting on it goes from a four night cruise to Ooh. a two night cruise. So, so do they get reimbursed? Yeah, for that, yeah, or they'll, they'll reimburse and give them. A, okay. Yeah, they'll take care of that. So it goes to a two night cruise, but you know, safety first, not only for the guests but also for all the cast and crew working. Um, so, you know, you got to make sure everything's taken care of and buttoned down. So, well, look, who wants to be in a cruise ship with, uh, you know, 15 foot swells? <laughs> oh, I mean, I've been, <laughs> look, I was on, uh, the magic for 30 yeah. foot swells, 30 and 40 foot going across the Northern yeah, Atlantic. And there were people who have worked on cruise ships for a decade getting sick. I mean, it's, it, it, that's a scary experience when you're on the third, third, third floor. You know, imagine being in the atrium guys, you guys know what it looks mm-hmm. like. And those mm-hmm. windows, those portholes covered with water. Uh, mm. It's it's a very terrifying uh, experience and for four days. So just everybody stay safe. Still keep it you know keep it magical, but stay safe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's pull away from uh, the hurricane and uh, let's move over to Disney Plus, guys, because I'm very excited. And here's here's one of the reasons why I'm really excited about it. I have to give Disney incredible, incredible props for two shows right out of the gate that uh, are homages to. Um, uh, number one, former animators like Ink and Paint. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story of a woman who worked in, anim- in the animated films. And then we have One Day at Disney, which actually is going to follow around a cast member um, in the parks. Um, two that I'm very excited for. And we love our cast members. And how how nice is it to actually put something like that out for Disney Plus? Um, have you guys? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think the following around a cast member is going to be amazing. Uh, First, you know, we love our cast members, like you were saying. They do such a fantastic job, uh, and I think they have such an amazing story to tell. You know, their whole life is about a lot of their job is to bring joy to other families. You know, and they do an amazing spot doing that. And uh, I think it's going to be my favorite thing to see uh, the behind the scenes, the getting to know them a little bit more personal and the, the personal side of it. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, and that trailer they put out looks amazing. The fact that. You're going to see some of the things maybe you didn't know happen behind the scenes. And that's that's what I think. I think a lot of people, whenever you get there, you know, D- Disney lets you see what they want you to see. You don't mm-hmm. see the amount of effort it takes behind the scenes to make sure those magical moments happen for you while you're in the park. So it's going to be nice to give those cast Because, look, although they're only following around one, I think that what they're doing, am, am I correct in the fact that they're doing 56 or, or, uh, or 52? They're doing one per week for a year is that right and um the fact that they'll be releasing those so look that one cast member they follow represents not just that person but a a lot of people that do that same job on a daily basis to make sure that we get all the uh, all the love we get your second one you said 
I love that they're going old school back to animation. I mean, uh, how cool is that, that they are bringing that and you're going to be able to see what it was like, you know, back in the 1930s uh, when Walt's at his peak and he brings in these female animators, really the first time, brings in these uh, ink and paint uh, and female animators to to really bring his creations to life. I love this story. Absolutely love it. It's like a throwback to uh, to the first season of Disney 8, talking about, you know, eight influential women who who uh, you made Disney history. Absolutely. And you used the word throwback, interesting enough, because I wanted to um, say that they're doing a lot of throwbacks to a lot of people that are in their in their 30s now to some of the old school shows, like they're bringing back Lizzie McGuire. How do you think, Zach? How do you think that's going to play? I, I, you know, I really don't know. I mean, it, you know, standing outside, you know, if, if somebody was watching it, they're probably like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to watch it. But is it going to go back to like watching the original Smurfs? It was cool when I thought about it. But when I sat down, I'm like, you know... I can't do it, yeah, so yeah. I I don't know. I hope it's successful, man. I you know I I really do. Well, Netflix brought back um, Full House, Fuller House, right? Mm-hmm. I watched it. Yep. And did you? How was it? I mean, people loved it. People went crazy for it. Uh, the first three episodes were good, and the novelty kind of wore off after that. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know. <laughs> it was kind of like eh, it still t- it tastes like Mad yeah, Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. He gets the champagne of beers until yeah. you get it to it a little bit. Um, yeah, I, look, for me, and you know, one thing you kind of mentioned this, uh, High School Musical, the series coming. Yeah. Katie loves yeah. High School Musical. I've never seen any of them. I find um, that hard to she, believe. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> it's just I no need way. to, don't I? No, you don't need to, actually, because there's a lot of singing in that. We're going to get overwhelmed with more singing from Justin, so it's probably a good idea that you don't see. Uh, I just dance around the living room. You don't want that. Uh, she watched the preview. The good thing is if you go to preview.disneyplus.com, you can see previews of some of these shows we're talking about and she watched the preview and i looked at her and halfway through her face went from just normally watching tv to you could see the grin starting to come up on her face where she was getting excited for this new show awesome that's awesome man i love it um and and here's another one where disney's given us a sneak peek is uh into the unknown the making of frozen 2 yeah and regardless if you're a frozen fan or not to go behind the scenes when somebody's making CGI movies and, and how, um, to me, that that's how educational, number one. I mean, how, what a fun show that I think I can sit down with the kids and uh, just start planting those seeds on, wow, that's how they do that? That's pretty neat. So that that's another one where I'm really, really getting excited about. Now, the kids' side of me, guys, come on. Um, I'm a huge Monsters, Inc. fan. Huge, huge, huge. So uh, Monsters at Work? Yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, well, fun. Just, guys, there's so much fun stuff on the lineup here. Well, can we talk for a second, too, about the fact that all 30 Simpsons episodes or seasons I, coming to yeah, 30, 30 seasons, seasons, man. I couldn't it. believe that. You're going to hit play and walk away for oh, a month and a gosh. half or two months, and it's going to run 24-7 on your TV. I'm going to look like Forrest Gump after he ran for all those times. <laughs> I'm just going to become stumbling out of the house with the beard and skinny, and you know, just I, I'm not going to know what to do with myself. 30 seasons on one place. It's amazing. But it'll be fun to see how it evolves from season one, then jump to the newest season. It, it's such a I love it dude. evolution in technology in and time. I, and I, just, I really yeah. do. Um, another another good one is uh, the Christmas movies that come dude, that out. That looks so um, good, dude. That no- Noel. Noel. Um, that looks really really nice, man. Really Noel, good. Noel, Noel. You were talking about a Christmas gift, and one of the things that's going to be really nice about this is the price. I mean, we're looking at six ninety nine a month. Eleven ninety nine for Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN Plus, 
or you could pay $69.99 a year, or if you're a D23 basic member, which is a free membership, you can pay $140 for three years. I mean, that's that's a really good price, and I know a lot of people are jumping online for that. Um, it's it's expires September 1st, so by the time this episode drops, you'll have had to have taken advantage of that. But uh, are you guys going to take advantage of that uh, three-year deal? I'm going to do it as soon as I get off here. Like literally the second I get off, I'm going to do it because I meant to do it today and forgot. But for me, whenever you're looking at it, it breaks down to $4 a month for Disney Plus. $4. You can't buy an energy drink for $4. I mean, this it's crazy. Right. Justin? Uh, Jason? I don't know. I, I, whatever the boss boss does. <laughs> <laughs> However, I heard her mention mention it this afternoon while we were out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we'll uh, we'll buy it up front and get the third year free, which makes sense, or if we'll just do the monthly or yearly. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I'm in. Regardless, I'm not a man who likes commitment. Believe it or not. So I, I think I'm going to do the month to month. Oh no, not me! Uh, I know I'm going to have it. There, like it's not—it's a no-brainer. I'm definitely going to have it. So why not get that? Well, third here's the thing: if you, might, if you do, if you do the big package deal, if you do the three, uh, does that? Can you get a refund on that? Like, if you don't use it, I don't know. See, that's a lot for me to commit. I'm a, I'm a man who's afraid of commitment. What's a refund? That's like going into Disney World and like spending half the day in yeah. Magic Kingdom, going, "I want a refund." I've watched you for the rest uh, of my you're time. You're right, dude. I've watched you drop $140 on a on a on a burger for a king all right yeah, so no, I know. You know. <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll it's, see uh, i don't know I don't, yeah it's uh, but you know in 30 days i might binge the whole thing i might binge all of disney plus in 30 <laughs> days i want to get you guys opinion real quick because the from what i've heard from what disney plus has put out they're the shows that they're producing so mm-hmm. not you're not talking about um like simpsons and and things that have already been produced right but their original yep. content they're coming out with it's not going to be like Netflix where everything comes out at once. It's going to be a week-to-week basis. Right. What do you like better? Would you rather get it all at once, binge it, and then go, oh, no, now I've got a year to wait for another season? Or go week-to-week basis and then go, okay, now I've just got seven months. I want to binge. I'm a binger. I'm a binger, man. I like to binge, but, you know, I don't got time to binge, so I'm really indifferent on yeah. it. Mike, I, 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 um, I'm right there with you, though. I like to just... Because who likes? Because you know what? They always end the episode with this cliffhanger. <laughs> like, are you kidding? I want to punch my pillow now. What, are you kidding lost, me right now? I mean, Breaking yep, Bad. Those were get, all ones where you're like, oh, I need the next episode. Yep. So, um, but but uh, you know, maybe it would be fun. How long are we gonna have to wait? Just a week. I think. Episodes? I think. I think it's a typical oh, I mean, like weekly thing. Like it comes out once a week. That's doable. Yeah. And you know what? Don't watch it for six yeah, weeks and, and then binge it. it. Yeah, string it. Stream yeah, then it. you can binge it. I mean, I guess, yeah. We'll see if Mike waits till um, all ten episodes of the good stuff comes out nope. and he doesn't watch Not any happening. of them. Not happening. <laughs> the day of. So, um, hey, let's talk. Let's talk Lady in a Tramp here before we um, before we move on to um, the like uh, the to me the the cherry on the whole Sunday. Um, did you guys see the trailer for the Lady and Tramp? I did, and I'm excited that they're using actual animals. I, I'm 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 CGI'd out. I'm 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 ready for this. Okay. I was a little shocked though that they're bringing Disney Plus and not to the theater. That's same 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 sentiment I had that you know with the success of yeah. the Lion King that it didn't go out to uh, the movie theaters and it's just going straight to and maybe it's gonna be a trial run. You know, see how well it works out and see if that could be one of their draws for the Disney Plus. Well, they should have trialed Dumbo over yeah, here. Yeah, no and... doubt, right? Do you think that, <laughs> Dis- that for for this is a um, way for Disney to go, you know what? What if we offer a streaming service in the future or an add-on to Disney Plus, right? Think about this. And I'm surprised right. more more theater or more um, 
uh, production companies haven't thought of this, to where let's say you charge $60 a month, right? Okay. Or it doesn't have to be a month. Um, like say a new movie comes out, right? And it's $40 and you get the movie and you can stream it while it's in theater. Right? For 40 bucks. But here's the thing. If I take my family to the movie, I'm spending more than $40. That's a... Oof, you know, you got some, you got a great point there because we go on the, the Tuesday, which is the cheap right. day, which is only $5 per right. person. And I'm still, still $60 yep. into this, but by the time you get a pizza and some popcorn. So think about that. Think about the fact if you could spend $50 when a movie comes out, but yeah. I get to stream it in my home. I w- you know, I would be okay with that. And and now you're in your okay house. You you own it for, you know, a certain period of time. Um, sure. you're not, you know, that, that doesn't eat into you owning it. it maybe, Hey, maybe you have a chance 50, you watch it 60, uh, when it comes out digitally, you automatically get the download, you know, or something like that. So, but dude, yeah. think about if they added a service like that onto here and they go, well, now we're just going to take the profits. We don't have to, we don't have to distribute our, our, our shared, you know, the share of the profits around why, the place. Why pay the movie? Right. Do you go to one movie a month? Yeah. Well, I would say just like almost like a pay-per-view event. Okay. Well, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, not it doesn't have to be a monthly thing. What if it's a pay per view? I can do it as I can do it as a pay per view event, and uh, you know, have S- Sammy and all of her friends over to watch a yeah, movie. That, exactly. that would be <coughs> that'd be a home run. But month to month, probably not. But a, a once an occasion, you know, a sixty dollar you know hit, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, if it's a movie you really want to yeah, watch, yeah. I mean, and you don't have the time to get to the movie theater, absolutely, yeah. Huh? Just an idea. Just saying, Disney, yeah. I would do yeah. it. 60 bucks for me. It'd be worth it. I'd spend it anyways. Yeah, we've got uh, huge, huge Marvel stuff coming in. And, uh, I mean, Marvel is turning out to be quite the franchise for Disney to own. You know what, Justin? What What is one that's um, sticking out for you? Probably the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The fact that you're going to bring the a huge piece of um, MCU in now into Disney+. Plus. And these these actors that have portrayed these roles on the big screen are now going to come to your living room, and you're going to be able to see these series. That's huge. That's a massive, massive get. You know, if there's one thing we can say about Bob Iger, it's this. You look back at Eisner, and you say, you know what? He put a lot into the parks, right? Mm-hmm. Now Iger's doing that now, but for the, and it's at the time I think when he was buying up all these properties, we were all going. What's he doing? Like, why is he? Why is he so interested in buying, getting Marvel and Star Wars and like, Fox? And now you look and you go, mm, maybe the dude's a genius. I mean, maybe the guy's got it going on. You know what I mean? Because now look at what we get. This puts such a stress on things like Netflix that's going to charge thirteen, fourteen dollars a month when you're half the price, and you get shows like this. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, what if? I mean, all those different shows coming. I, I can't I, I can't say enough about Disney Plus. Here's my my biggest take on Disney Plus is um it's it's a family because look, there's something for all ages. You know, we can we can watch something that the three year old and the four year old can watch. We can put them to bed, and then the wife and I can jump on the couch, and we can watch something that's a little bit more, yeah. um, more adventurous and more graphic, and um, but still, you know, still tasteful. I mean, it, it really is kind of the perfect combination of entertainment. Well, we're not even talking about tonight. We're just talking about the newer stuff coming, like the you know the the originals. Yeah. We're not even talking about the pretty much entire Disney catalog is going to be available. <laughs> so I mean, let's exactly. Like, you're I talking mean, thousands and thousands of shows and movies that maybe our kids haven't seen yet. 
you know? Hello, Disney movie clubs going to the Gone. wayside. <laughs> you yeah. imagine somewhere, some so, there's some guy who thought up Disney, the Disney movie club, going, I knew they'd come after me. If one you day. have stock yeah. in it now, no. sell. He's, sell. He's calling people now. He's like, you're under contract. Don't forget, you committed. You said you'd you give committed. me a penny a month, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, hey, listen, um, we, I mean, look, here, here's Disney Plus and Nuts. So, I mean, we've got Disney, we got Pixar, we got Marvel, we've got National Geographics, and last but not least, we have Star Wars. And what about Star Wars has got Mike excited because the dude has been nonstop about this. So uh, just he's bursting at the seams. Look at him. He's bursting at the seams. Talk to me, brother. What's got you so excited? I haven't been this excited for a long time. Seeing that trailer for The Mandalorian, having these spinoff series and having these uh, these own series that you're going to be able to just see on here is going to be absolutely awesome. I... That's worth the price of admission for me right now. I can't wait to see that. Uh, I've been excited. I was really excited when I saw the Rogue One uh, trailer coming out, you know. And I know some people it's either hit or miss with that, but I'm really, really, really excited about this Mandalorian series. Uh, and there's going to be an Obi Wan series coming out, and I like the direction they're going. And it just really opens up a world of possibilities for a whole lot of other spinoff series. Um, you know, that's going to be that that that's has me sold right there. I mean, that's going to be it for me. Uh, the trailer was amazing. I shared it in our group as soon as it broke, and uh, I I can't say enough about it. I am super excited for that. I I wish it was going to be on so I could binge it because I would certainly watch that. Um, you know, hour after hour after hour, I would call in sick for a couple of days and just continue to watch it. But uh, unfortunately, that's going to be a week to week thing. But I'm I can't I, I words can't say how excited I am for that. Are you kidding me? It looks like, to me, the quality of this show is like what you would see going to the big screen. It's, cinema. it's a cinema quality, it's, 100%. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's the first thing I saw, and I go, that can't be something that's made for a streaming-based service. <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought, me, it was a, I thought it was a movie. It cost me six ninety nine a month, max. Right. Like, that's the highest right. price I'm going to pay is six ninety nine a month, and I get that quality? What? Right. It's crazy. I mean, that's 10 episodes right there. So I get all 10 episodes at 6.99 a month even if I do one a month. That that one show paid for it in my it's opinion. It's insane. Like period. It makes you think like how are you covering your cost? How is Disney Plus yeah. and you know what they're thinking? And they they're genius. They are absolutely genius. They said we're going to make this affordable for everyone and that way we're going to have Look, you might charge $14 Netflix, but we're going to get three times the amount of people sign up at $7 a piece, and all of a sudden we're making $7 more than you are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's I'm it's just you, I mean, amazing. It's, it's exciting. It really is. Uh, is there any other Star Wars stuff? We got the Clone Wars that are going to be yeah. um, uh, involved with I'm ex- this. I mean, I'm excited for that to come back because I didn't make it through all those. And all, the, look, the, all, okay. the, all of the Star Wars movies are going to be on there. Everything from, yeah, you know, yeah, from Revenge yeah. of the Sith to, you know, uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back to Return of the Jedi. I mean, everything is going to be on there. It's all going to be at your fingertips. Are you... Ex- now, I wonder... Go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, I wonder, are they going to be the latest and greatest um, digitally enhanced ones? Like the THX. Remember when they added yep. the new scene in, uh, like, Return of the Jedi? Or, or the, I wonder, are they going to be those versions? Or are they going to be the originals? Are we going to get the Star Wars Christmas Spectacular? No way. No, it's not happening. <laughs> you know, that was in that contract. He said, I'll give it all to you for that for for, for $4 billion, but you're not getting this. Um, Misa wonder if Ewan McGregor make good uh, new movies. 
<laughs> Jar Jar Binks better not show up. I think on. you guys are way too hard on Jar Jar. <laughs> he's the worst. Really he's he's the Come worst. on, man. He's the worst. Come on. How about Hugh and McGregor I mean, you guys coming are being back? Cynical. What, you, what was your all's thoughts on that? I think, I think it's a perfect fit. He was fit. great as the early Obi-Wan, so I think he's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan of Anakin, but that guy was awesome. Yeah. But anyways, um, guys, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up for Disney+. Plus. Uh, but that's not the end of the show here, guys. Mike, what do you have in store here next? You know, we're happy to bring on one of our you know great Disney family members, Matthew Zurich. Uh, he was nice enough to come on the show. We did get to do a little interview with him. Justin, I know uh, Riley was a little bit under the weather, so you couldn't uh, get involved in the interview. But let me tell you, Matthew was awesome. We were so happy to have him. Just to let you know, Matthew was one of the people in our group that got to experience Galaxy's Edge opening in Disneyland, California. Uh, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, he brought us along on his journey, put some amazing videos, really took us along. His descriptions, without being a spoiler, were on point. I mean, he described everything to a T. Uh, it was perfect. You'll see in this interview with him, we were so glad that he came on with us. He did a great job explaining it. No spoilers. You know, we, we kept it spoiler-free. So if you want to ride Smuggler's Run, you're not going to know what it is ahead of time. You know, we, we were really you know cautious about that. And um, I think it's great. I think it was great to have him on. And hopefully we'll have him on more in the future. And uh, now we're going to hear from Matthew. It's so nice to have you on the show. You know, um, you've been a member of our Disney Dad family for a while. And uh, I tell you, you were one of the first people in our Disney group that we were able to see step foot into Disneyland Galaxy's Edge. And uh, we were really excited about that. And you were so gracious enough to take us on that amazing ride with you. Uh, first off, thank you for coming on the show with us and giving us your time. And we're glad to have you. Um, listen, it's, uh, it was an amazing experience when we saw in the pictures. Uh, was it as good in person as it was? Uh, it, it really was. I don't think the pictures um, could really do it justice. You know, you walk in there and I think... I think my situation is going to be a little different, hope maybe, than people at Walt Disney World with the amount of people that were by me at that particular time. But once the people were dispersed, it was all over the place. So it did not feel that crowded, which was nice. But the spectacle of it all was, I think, what took me by awe more than anything. So how did you get this opportunity? Was it something that you just luck of the draw? Did you did you know a guy? Did you uh, <laughs> was it like an, it was an annual pass holder kind of thing, or this was open to everybody? Did you just get lucky? No. So this was when Disneyland announced that they were going to um, open up to a reservation period. I think for three weeks or so. Okay. I was in the process of moving, and the dates worked out that. I had about a four-day window between when I moved and when I started my job out here that my wife and I could sneak off to Disneyland, and June 20th happened to be one of those days. So I want to say on May 2nd or so, I went online and got a free reservation, a free time slot, uh, made the reservation totally free with the hopes that we could go and swing it, and uh, we did. Now, was this your first time to Disneyland, or was this a... Uh... No. So my wife and I, um, I used to live out here. I went to college out in uh, Nevada where I live. Gotcha. And we kind of, before we started dating, went with a group. It's kind of how we met. We went with a big group of people together through mutual friends uh, at Disneyland. So uh, I've been going to Disneyland for a long time, too. 
So, you, so you've seen this new expansion. This wasn't something that was all new to you. You were able to really see what they were able to add on to this park because you've been there before, which is pretty cool. I think a lot of us are going to have that familiar experience knowing Hollywood Studios so well and being there so many times and being able to really appreciate this kind of an add-on. I think it's kind of cool that you were able to see that before. Um, everything went smoothly, you know, with your reservations and bringing everybody in. I mean, I know Disney's really good at stuff like that. It, it seemed pretty effortless, right? I think what the part I took away from the experience as a whole, which I loved, which made it truly magical, if you want to say, mm -hmm. was everybody, including the cast members, but the people that we spent multiple hours with that we didn't know beforehand were just made the experience. You know, the people we ended up waiting with for two hours or so before they let us in, we randomly got placed with them in the cantina at the table and we're cheering and we're dancing around and we're sitting right by Rex and my wife and I just look at each other and we're like, I can't believe we're here. Right. And you know, we're high-fiving people that we made it in the cantina because that's a whole different experience. There were no reservations at the time. So that was like a mad dash. But everyone was really respectful and everybody was really um, – I think they kept – they kept their their Disney in them and just knew that everyone was there to experience it together versus, hey, it's me and it's cutthroat. And it was definitely not that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, because that could definitely go the, the <laughs> could go south quickly, especially, you know, if yeah. you had a different kind of crowd. But we know how good the Disney crowds can kind of band together when it comes to stuff like that. We've seen them kind of rise above some of the other uh, stuff that's out there, which is really good. Um as you were going through, is there one particular thing that really stood out to you and said, you know, I could take this picture a million times, I can see this, I could walk past here, but is there something that really grabbed you and got your attention and said, this is something that I really have to just kind of sit back and take in that moment? I know we all have that moment when we walk down Main Street in Florida and you see the castle or you walk up and you see the Epcot, you know, the, the, uh, the spaceship Earth. Was there something in the land that really stood out to you or was it just the overall ambiance and decoration? Yeah. Uh, the first... Uh, the first thing that really stood out to me was when you're in there, you're in there, man. There's no sight line of anything else around you. 360 degrees, you feel like you're on Batuu. That was the first thing you notice. You feel like they took you from here to a different planet, uh, which is a little different, I think, than other lands. Like from Toy Story Land, you can see, you know, the Black. Sure. You can see Black Spire Outpost. You can see some of the stuff at the Grauman Theater. Um, and the second is the first time you see the Falcon when you turn that corner. It's Mike, I'm going to guarantee you're like my brother. You're going to you're going to get down on a knee and you're going to tear up, man. I tell you, I got emotional and I love Star Wars, but not like you and not like my brother who has a uh, <laughs> my brother has a full Darth Vader costume that okay. yeah, he got through. And he is uh, for our trip in January as a whole family. He just keeps asking me questions. But when you turn the corner and see the Falcon for the first time, it's way better and more magical and just more emotional than you ever think you're going to get. That's very cool. That's very cool. Um, now, you, did you get to do the lightsaber build? Yes. So uh, a little story about that. So we get in line beforehand. So Disney had the no lineup rule. So it was kind of a little cluster. It was the only time I've ever seen Disney kind of unorganized mm -hmm. um, security and everybody was really respectful, did their job. So um, our goal was, my wife's goal was she wanted to build a lightsaber. My goal was I wanted to go to the cantina and we were going to figure out how to do both. Uh, when we got up to the line, they said, hey, if you want orange follow for the cantina, green for the uh, Sabi's workshop. Uh, we got to the front, we split up. She was, I think, second in line. I ended up being third in line for the 
cantina, but it ended up being a little bit of a wait for us too at the saber. And we get there, she picked her lightsaber. I was before they had the menu, so they pulled it out of like almost like a toolbox. Uh, this is what this looks like. This is what that looks like. And then we waited around and there was just so much anticipation. And then while we're waiting in that area, Kylo Ren came out from his ship with the stormtroopers looking for the hidden lightsaber uh, factory that he heard about and was yeah, and he was probing guests and uh, getting in their space uh, and talking about, if you see it, let me know, where did you get that lightsaber? Uh, and then they let us in. And I tell you, I, I got emotional watching my wife build it and watching the people around her that I think I saw, I'm not kidding, two or three grown men crying. My wife teared up. It's just the story that they put together. If you haven't watched videos of it and you want to do it, don't. Go in as blank as you can because it's one of those experiences that I couldn't recommend enough, even at a hefty $200 price tag. So it's a lot more than just a gift shop. Oh, (laughs) I'm not going to spoil anything. It's just – it's it's an experience beyond experiences. I mean, it makes you when you leave. There aren't many things at Disney that you spend two hundred dollars on that you leave that you immediately go. I kind of want to get back in line and give them my credit card and do it again. Right. That was one of them. Um, can I step on your toes for a minute, Mike? And, and yeah, maybe course, we can yeah. redirect the conversation back to um, uh, the visuals. Like when you talked about the Millennium Falcon, like it's life size. I mean, the details of um, like some of this stuff that, because I mean, this is a stuff I'm excited about where, you know, or, and what about somebody that's maybe not a Star Wars fan? Do you, do you, um, I mean, is it that appealing visually where they could actually walk in and go, wow, this is, this is pretty cool? It really is. It's because you can get up close to it. There is a barrier, but you can see it from multiple angles. It's a full ship. It's not a build of like a half a ship covered by the back. You know, even on the attraction, when you're walking through the queue and I won't give too much away, um, you can walk. You're walking back and forth so you can see the, the ship from the back and you can see the walkway at the bottom and when we were there we got lucky that chewy was actually walking up a real life-size chewy was in the cockpit and there was plenty of space around him so it's big and i think if you're not a star wars fan just the way they did it and build it in you're enclosed you were on a different planet that when you leave that planet and you go back into the park as as i dim it it was odd. It was a weird feeling for me to go back into Frontierland uh, in Disneyland right by Splash Mountain and go, oh, I'm in, I'm in a theme park. I forgot about that. I thought I was in Batuu for the past four or five hours. Uh, but between that Falcon and the marketplace, you feel like you're in a different – like in a different planet in a different place. Now, I know they have the characters walking around quite a bit. Like you said Chewie was walking around. Did they have opportunities to take photographs of the characters or just kind of like they're playing their part and you just kind of leave them alone? Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, there's no meet and greet. So know that going in. There's no meet and greet. And I know at Hollywood Studios, didn't they take away the Kylo Ren meet and greet too and, and change it with Darth Vader now, I think, because uh, – It's actually uh, – it's Kylo now that took away Darth Vader. Oh, uh, OK. I think they're switching yeah, – damn, they might – who knows? Yeah. And then – um, so you can't 
stop them. Now they will at Disneyland at least they were slowing down. So a lot of selfies with Chewbacca. Uh, we got Ray and Chewbacca walking by each other, but they are they're hot and they're moving, man. They are trying to hit every person because it's an interactive experience, which is really cool. So Kylo Ren will kind of come off his ship. They'll do a show. He'll walk around the marketplace looking for uh, the resistance, and then kind of go back in and then go back in the ship. Now, I know we've been seeing quite a few of our Disney Dad uh, Facebook members have been going to some of the cast member previews and some of the other, you know, the annual pass holders have been coming out now and they've been getting some previews. Being online and seeing the pictures of Hollywood Studios, do you see a strong comparison in the two? Do you see it's almost mirroring each other or do you see any differences between the two? Yeah, I think from what I saw, most of it's the same. I think some of the placements of like the ships are different just based Mm -hmm. on kind of how they had to fit in the park on the – on the one side uh, but honestly it looks the same three entrances i we had three entrances and exits at the disneyland version of it but okay. it looks identical which is amazing to me i think some of the colors might be different too but um mike real quick back to the uh, interaction piece mm-hmm. i think the coolest part of the interactions to me were you saw it with the uh, stormtrooper yes. where i could walk yep. up to them walking on the beam and yell at them and they would stop right. and interact with you and say Keep moving, move along, right. out of the way, go that way, um, all the time. So they would walk through, they would find people with popcorn, they would look at them, be like, what are you doing? Right, and, right. and really interactive. It was, it's, it's unlike anything at a Disney park I've ever experienced. Now, did they set up rules with uh, adults wearing costumes? Like, you know, can you dress the part in that area? Or they have certain specifics where it came down to you can't, you know, because obviously you don't want to be wearing a full yeah. costume walking around. <laughs> Yeah, especially not in the floor. Just, Justin might, but not <laughs> yeah, Justin might, but not us. Yeah. Um, so you can uh, like Disney Bound, I think, is what it is, where you can dress really similar to it. But I think one of the differences from maybe like the Wizarding World over in the the park that maybe shouldn't be named here was when you buy those robes, you can wear them in that right. park in um, Galaxy's Edge and Batu. If you buy the Jedi uh, robe or you buy some of the Sith stuff, they won't actually let you wear it inside the um inside the part inside the land but you can take your saber out you can take photos with that and that's really what you saw more people with that i think than the the pretty expensive cloaks in the heat yeah what um now do you get like a carrying case for your lightsaber or like how are you gonna get that on an airplane when you go back to new york or fly somewhere else I actually got that question too from someone else that you can detach, you can take it all apart. So someone like me, I like to take it all apart and look at how they made it and, um, you know, all that. I think Jason, you'll really like that too. You get to kind of take it apart and look at it. So you can actually take the blade off as well, but it does come in a carrying case that's included in the price. You could buy an upgraded version of it. Um, that I think costs a little more money, might be 70 or 80 bucks, but that one that it came with is really nice and it slides out and, for a big reveal and it goes over your shoulder. Um, and I think for the people that say they don't want one, that's the first test. When you see one person with it over their shoulder, you're like, <laughs> okay, I have to do it. Uh, yeah, I got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board for that. That's got to be a must do for me when I get down there. But uh, so one other thing that I wanted to kind of get to, and we kind of touched on it a little bit before, you know, I'm not a fan of Avatar or Pandora, and they did an amazing job of. Uh, bringing that to Hollywood, bringing that to Animal Kingdom. I mean, it's, you walk through that place at night, and the ride there is amazing. You know, Flight of Passage is incredible. I don't want to get too much into Smuggler's Run because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I mean, if they want spoilers, they can go online and watch it on YouTube. But 
for somebody who's not a Star Wars fan, would you definitely encourage them to make sure that they involve themselves in this experience? You have to. If you're a Disney fan, a movie fan, just a fan of detail and what these Imagineers did, it it's I can't give it enough credit. First off, if you want to compare it to Pandora, Pandora is, I think, the most immersive land until this. Mm-hmm. This is so much more immersive and so much bigger. Every time you think you've seen it all, you turn left, you're like, oh my gosh, what's this? What is this shop? And what I think this has that Pandora doesn't have is the fandom and the passion around, I think, Star Wars versus the Avatar movies that everyone's just so happy to be there. And that's kind of what Disney does. It brings all these people together that you're walking through people. It's, oh, where did you get the blue milk? Where did you get the green milk? Where did you get the popcorn? Oh, awesome. Oh, you got the saber. And all the cast members just you can tell that they they feel honored to be there. So it's more than you could ever imagine and i'm glad you're not making me spoil spoil smugglers run i didn't watch anything of it and it's don't do anything just go on the ride and enjoy it anything else we anything else we missed no i i don't think you guys did miss anything i think um for everybody and for you guys just take your time that i didn't get enough time in there i'm going back for a halloween party in october to disneyland uh, that's when i'll be back there and i'm just excited to take a deep breath and take my time through the land don't try to do it all in one one day or one sitting if you can um, if you're going for 10 days go a couple times and knock it out little by little and just take it all in very cool. So, uh, listen, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for taking us along on your journey with us. You know, I knew that this was coming up to California, and I couldn't wait to see it. And you did it justice with the pictures and your descriptions and all your little posts. And, you know, a lot of us wish we could wake up in Magic Kingdom every day. And fortunately for us, we have great guys like you who share your experience with us. And it's like we wake up in Disney every day because people are always sharing that magic. And I really appreciate that. And we really appreciate what you guys do for us. And, uh, But that being said, thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Thanks, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.